Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me on The Daily Dose. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode. It is Thursday, 16 September. Today's episode is entitled, A Two-Way Street. Father God, we thank you for yet another day. Please pour out your Holy Spirit on us to give us clarity of mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Jonah seemed to be more trouble than he was worth. Nineveh was dangerous, but in the story of Jonah, the Ninevites didn't seem to be the problem. They understood the message and quickly repented. Jonah, the missionary, seemed to be the weak link in the mission story. In this account, God pursued a reluctant prophet because he knew that Jonah needed the missionary trip to Nineveh as much as the Ninevites needed to hear the missionary's message. Let us read the book of Jude 21. How can we keep ourselves in the love of God? What does that mean? Jude. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are called, beloved in God the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Beloved, Although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain people have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Now I want to remind you, although you once fully knew it, that Jesus, who saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels, who did not stay within their own position of authority, but left their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Yet, in like manner, these people also, relying on their dreams, defile the flesh, reject authority, and blaspheme the glorious ones. But when the archangel Michael, contending with the devil, was disputing about the body of Moses, he did not presume to pronounce a blasphemous judgment, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these people blaspheme all that they do not understand, and they are destroyed by all that they, like unreasoning animals, understand instinctively. Woe to them, for they walked in the way of Cain and abandoned themselves for the sake of gain to Balaam's error and perished in Korah's rebellion. These are hidden reefs at your love feasts, as they feast with you without fear, shepherds feeding themselves, waterless clouds swept along by winds, fruitless trees in late autumn, twice dead, uprooted, wild waves of the sea, casting up the foam of their own shame, wandering stars for whom the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved forever. It was also about these that Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are grumblers, malcontents following their own sinful desires, 
They are loud-mouthed boasters showing favoritism to gain advantage. But you must remember, beloved, the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, In the last time there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of the Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others, show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by the flesh. Now, to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. In a short book in the New Testament, Jude tells us in Jude 21 to keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus to bring you to eternal life. Experiencing God's love and grace personally is not a one-time event. One sure way to keep yourselves in God's love is to reach out to others. In the next verses, Jude tells us to be merciful and save others by snatching them from the fire. Let us read Jude 20 to 23. What is it saying here that relates to the story of Jonah? And what does this say to us as well? But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others, show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by the flesh. God called Jonah to go to Nineveh because Jonah probably hadn't spent much time thinking about his relationship to the Assyrians before this particular call. He probably knew that he didn't like them, but he had no idea of how much he hated them or the extremes to which he would go in order to avoid them. Even after he got the call, Jonah wasn't ready to have a Ninevite as a next door neighbor in heaven. Jonah hadn't learned to love as God loves. God called Jonah to go to Nineveh because God loved the Ninevites and wanted them in his kingdom. But God also called Jonah because God loved Jonah. He wanted Jonah to grow and become more like him as they worked together. God wanted Jonah to find the true rest that comes only by being in a saving relationship with him and by doing God's will, which includes reaching out to others and pointing them to the faith and hope that we have. How much time do you spend working for the salvation of others? In a spiritual sense, how does this kind of work leads us to find true rest in Jesus? Wow, that was good. I'm learning God does not call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. May this be my prayer. Amen. Father God, I just want to thank you for this lesson. Help us to see in ourselves, Father, that we need to love others 
as you love us. Please be with us. Fill our hearts, Father. Give us that love that we need so we can share with others. In Jesus' name, amen.